Hello and welcome to a special I'll Be There For You. A Friends Reunion podcast. A Friends Reunion podcast. Hello everyone, we've decided to um, do a special Friends Reunion podcast. Woohoo! Um, we thought the reunion can't go untalked about really, can it? Surely, I mean everyone's talking about it. So we thought we'd do a, a quick little hello and just talk about our thoughts on the old reunion. Our thoughts, our feelings. Are emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and there are a lot of emotions. <laughs> oh boy, well, there are a lot of emotions. <laughs> a lot of very varied and different emotions. <laughs> From no emotion to lots of emotions. <laughs> From worry <laughs> to happiness to sadness to concern. <laughs> Where to start? <laughs> Should we start at the beginning? I mean, that's what we normally do. The entrance. They come in. Put one you, by one? One by one. So what order are you going to do it in? Put your best friend first. Ah. Uh, the one you're most worried about last. <laughs> the one who says, is saying the least last. Yeah. The one who's carrying this whole thing first. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's sort of, we see the set, don't we? Yeah. Um, and David Schwimmer is the first to come in. And I got a little bit uh, butterflies oh. when he came in. I thought it was really nice. So he has a little wander around on his own, doesn't he? He does. Now, we saw a set once. We did. I mean, yes. not just a random set, a friend's set. <laughs> yeah. Was it the same one or they just got replicas now? I think they must have replicas. Replicas in every city. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't be flying that over to the UK, would you? <laughs> suppose not. suppose not. Um, yeah, we went to, what was it called? Friends Fest. Friends Fest. Castle Park. Yeah, in London. Lest we forget. Yeah, just sort of, yeah, in a random park. Yeah, well, where else are you going to do it, I suppose? British Museum? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, sorry. Get, shift out there, Rosetta Zone. <laughs> yeah. Make some room for this friend set. Make some room for the holiday armadillo. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, so where that mummy is in the British Museum, just have the holiday armadillo. Oh, that would be brilliant. I would go to the British Museum more. If that's the sort of thing you're saying. That makes you look cultured. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Take that on this side. So next up we have... Your second best friend. <laughs> it's Phoebe. It's Lisa Kudrow. She comes in. As they're coming in one by one, a lot of talk about the beam. What beam? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was quite um in the way. <laughs> I suppose so, but a lot of chat. It was like, you know, when you haven't seen someone for a while and you're sort of thinking... <laughs> What can I talk about? Let's talk about this beam. Oh, well, this beam's here. Oh, yeah, let's focus on this it? beam. <laughs> I feel like all talked about the beam. Then Jen. She comes in. Crying straight away. I mean, <laughs> they're just saying this from the start, crying throughout. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't think there was ever a bit where she wasn't crying. Well, in my notes later on, I've got um, Jennifer Anderson still crying. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Jen constantly crying. Um, I'd probably be like that. Would I? I don't know. It depends how much you thought of it as work and how much it just... Well, yeah. if I went back to like my common room with my friends, I wouldn't start crying. Um, and then Matt? Matt's up. Then... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt's there. Matt's there. Nothing to say about his entrance. <laughs> I mean, well, let's just say he's been having a good... A great lockdown. A great lockdown. He's been enjoying himself. Yeah, quite rightly. But there was a bit where... I think it was Jen said, um, do you remember you, you all used to be able to fit through this door? Yeah. Right next to Matt LeBlanc. I know. Who had clearly put on quite a lot of weight. Yeah. I mean, don't say that. 
I know, but Matt, brilliant, because um, Jennifer says, oh, we haven't grown. And Matt says, speak for yourself. <laughs> I love it. He knows. Yeah, well, it's he, he, hard not to know, but <laughs> no, he's just having he's just having his best life. Why not? Um, yes, last to come up. No, we haven't had Courtney yet. Courtney's got to come. Oh, I thought she was after Jen. Oh, right. Oh, oh. I think it was Jen, Matt, Courtney, oh, right. Matthew. Um, right, sorry. Sorry, Courtney. And then Matthew, last. I mean, it's very hard to talk about stuff and not feel like you're judging people. I know, yeah. So, just sort of, yeah, generally, a bit, well, I think it's fair to say everyone watching the reunion was a bit concerned about Matthew Perry, just from his look and demeanour. Yeah, he... Is that enough to cover it? I think so. I mean, afterwards they said, oh, he had, because people were worried about him slurring, and they said, oh, he had an emergency tooth operation or something like that, dental, oh, right. a dental operation. That's convenient, isn't it? Also, I thought he looked like he was wearing those magic teeth. What magic teeth? <laughs> Do you remember in um, another podcast, I would we would recommend, Adam Buxton. Oh yeah, Buckles. Buckles. He was talking to Louis through about these magic teeth you could get online. Oh. And they're basically just like plastic teeth you just slot on your, over your normal teeth. Oh right, what and for? Because it look like that. Well, the trouble was his top lip was quite far up, so it made the teeth more exposed, I think. And the fact that they didn't really look like they were individual teeth, it just looked like a sort of oh, right. a white, yeah. almost gum shield. I mean, they did look a hell of a lot like magic teeth. I mean, you but... say say people say he slurred, but I don't think he said enough for me to have even picked <laughs> up on that. No, he didn't do he didn't do much chatting. But if it is true that he had a dental operation then I suppose he probably wouldn't really be in the mood for chatting. No. And it might explain why he had those weird teeth. <laughs> Maybe it went wrong and he had to pop in a pair of magic teeth. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of things, caveats here. A lot, a lot of surmising. <laughs> I liked when Lisa Coudreau came in. I think it was when she was hugging Matt and they were sort of saying about how each other smell good. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of chat about smelling good. Well, that's the sort of thing I say when I hug someone. Oh, right. Because it is quite noticeable, I suppose, when you hug someone. Um, and also Lisa Kudrow does this really cute <laughs> laugh. I love her. Oh, she is my favourite. She's my favourite friend and she's my favourite actress friend. Well, wait until we get to the summing up of best friend <laughs> reunion, please. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Cut that bit. <laughs> couple more things on this sort of entrance scene. Courtney says, um, did you cry too? <laughs> Which, I mean, Lisa sort of says yes, but I don't think she really did. <laughs> Just make Courtney feel better. Don't worry, Courtney. Jen did. <laughs> yeah. She she was swimming through her own tears. Jen does a good little sort of joke when Matthew comes in last. Could you be any later? Oh, yeah. Classic. But she, but she was thinking about that in the car. Yeah. When can I get that in? So once they're all there, they've all sort of said hello. They've talked about the beam. Yeah, lots of chats about the beam. Um, The credit scenes roll. And they're all from the reunion. Yeah, it's really nice. That was quite a good idea. A shame they didn't recreate the fountain scenes. Yeah. Maybe done that again. <laughs> Although at the end, we do get kind of all the bits we didn't see of the fountain scenes. Oh, yeah, which that's Which is quite true. nice. Yeah. So there's different sort of sections to the reunion, aren't they? So maybe we'll just do section, section by section. That's a good idea. Um, so one of the sections is they do a kind of general apartment wander around. Yes. They go between the two different apartments, having a look at all the set and everything. And sort of reminiscing. 
Reminiscing indeed. This is what happened here. Oh, this, this is what happened, happened here. here. Let's sit on these chairs. Are we talk about the chair scene? Yes, let's please <laughs> talk about the lazy boys. The lazy boys, yes. So Matthew and Matt go into the boys' apartment and everyone else is in the other one. Um, and they go and sit on the lazy boys. Yeah. And recreate the scene of um, when they put the bottom of the seat up. Lean back. Oh. In two sort of stages. And I suppose you're going to say what I'm going to say about that scene. <laughs> I think so, because we're both sort of making notes, scribble that one down. So they're sort of like, they're both sort of just sitting there. Yeah. In basically silence. Yeah. And then um, Matt says, oh, this is great. Well, and I sort of think, no one's saying anything. Well, no, it wasn't my oh, bit. The worst bit? bit about that was, so they were sort of sat there in silence. And Matthew, who basically said not really that much of the whole episode, yeah. When it's good to see you, man, sort of really sweet and nostalgically, just as Matt was sort of talking over him and going, this is great. <laughs> I didn't even hear that bit because I was just... And it was sort of completely missed because oh. it, it was a really sweet moment. And yeah, it's, it's good to see you, man. Because they said about at the sort of top of the show that this was the first time they'd been in the same room together. Yeah, 17, 17 years, years. All, to, all six all. of them. Because they did another reunion. Do you remember this? Not really. A similar kind of vibe where they're just sort of sat, sat on a couch chatting. Right. I think not as big a thing. But Matthew didn't come to that. Oh, no. Was... no another dental appointment? <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair to him, I think he was acting in uh, some West End play. Right. So he did sort of a video clip. I was going to say, you can zoom in now. Well, yeah. It was that sort of thing. But it does seem odd that... All six of them haven't been in the same... Have a little reunion party every so often. I know, I found that actually quite hard to believe that you wouldn't be in the same room. And I did think, well, is that that's some of them, right? Because Courtney and Jen, I think, see each other quite a lot. Yeah. They're, I think, quite good friends. And I think I've seen Lisa with other people in the friends team. Yeah. I think that's mainly me. The boy is not pulling their weight. Oh, right. Not very good at... Mm. That's what I wonder. Right. I still just think, like, it's some industry things. It's weird that they haven't been together. But I suppose, you know, yeah. if you're not really doing much afterwards, just enjoying your life. I suppose so. You were in, too busy doing Top Gear in the UK. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, another thing they do in the apartment is yes. they do the quiz. Yes, yeah, so they sort of do this throughout, sort of like recreating some scenes. Yeah. And normally it's a table read, but this is like an actual recreation of the yeah they're all in the same places yeah and david schwimmer's doing the doing the quiz um lisa gets to join for this one oh yes i was thinking that it. yeah i think that afterwards how, how would it be fair that it was the boys against the girls but yeah of course um phoebe was having a baby well in, having a baby implanted <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was quite funny because yeah the girls get really excited still i know well i mean definitely matt and lisa definitely the most competitive yeah particularly matt he still seems to like keep sort of where people are sort of laughing at a joke and he's going yeah but we, did we get that point because <laughs> <laughs> he genuinely wanted to read yeah but i thought jennifer was quite competitive as well because she was sort of it's not your turn <laughs> um but yeah and david schwimmer just did it really well oh, yeah really good um but it was quite good because it did like they had quite a few questions i thought it'd just be sort of a little throwaway scene but it did yeah. last quite a long time and they came back to it again a yeah. bit later on I did enjoy that. That's probably my favourite bit. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and it turns out no one does know what 
Charlie does. No, it? he's still oh. a trans monster. <laughs> so did they get the points for trans monster? It was unclear. It was unclear. Um, and also in that, the quiz gave them an opportunity to bring some people back. Oh yeah. As like, um, do you recognise this voice? Well, should we do subsees? Well, this leads us nicely into the subsees. Subsees. So one of the subsees in the quiz was someone who I wouldn't have thought was still alive. <laughs> well, no, he and also he's exactly the same age. Twenty five years later, he hasn't aged at all. No. Oh well. Are we talking about the same person? <laughs> I think so. Mr. Heckles. Mr. Heckles. <laughs> I got worried then that you were talking about Tom Selleck. Uh, and you thought I would have thought Tom Selleck had died. Because he also did look exactly the same. He did, he did. But I not as much as Mr. Heckles, Heckles did. Yeah, so Mr. Heckles comes in in the exactly the same outfit. He used to wear the sort of long brown coat dressing gown thing. Yeah, I would have said he looked in his 70s then. And now he's still looking in his 70s. I know, impressive. Maybe he, he must was... have been aged up. Yeah, I think he probably was. Also, subseat in the quiz was Tom Selleck. And he actually did a, um, do you remember my voice? Yeah, so he was on the um, the answer machine, wasn't he? Yeah, so it was like, um, what's, what's that programme called? This is your life. He did a this is your life. He did. <laughs> Through the door he came. And they sort of, they because they had to answer who it was, and they sort of said it and then got worried, seemed yeah, to panic seemed that to... it wasn't him. <laughs> Yeah, they seem to, um, as you say, sort of instantly back out of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> go, well, is it? Oh. But surely, would you not know if he was on set? Well, presumably they didn't. Mm. But good to see him. Yeah. And he goes and sits in the chair he yeah. used to sit in. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, he still looks good. Yeah. Slightly more tamed moustache. Yeah. I Slightly prefer... more tamed hair. Yeah, I prefer the bigger moustache, actually. I don't think that small moustache suits him, but... <laughs> you know what? who my favourite sub-sea was? Sub. C's were Jack and Judy. Yeah. Oh, so good to see Jack and Judy. That was a really exciting bit. So they were in the audience. Yes. Um, we'll talk about Corden in a minute, but um, yeah, they were in the audience. They said how um they used to think of them as, you know, they felt like they were their parents. I know, so cute. It's really sweet, and they were lovely. Yeah, really nice. And then Jack kisses Judy on the head at the end. (laughs) They were like an actual couple. Aww. And they still look good. They still do still look good. Another sub C who gets a 10 second appearance. <laughs> and you kept saying, oh, I hope, hope he turns up. Oh, yeah. Kept saying it. Gunther. Fire. Video it... link. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been anyone, though. Yeah. Could, it could looked be. anything like Gunther. No. And he had a, well, he had a central perk hat on, so probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> probably only him. I mean, I presume, like, he, if that was his real decision to dye his hair that blonde. Yeah. And not the decision of the producers. <laughs> yeah, that's the funnest. <laughs> I guess, like, at that age, you would go, well, I won't dye it anymore. Yeah. But it wasn't just, like, all his hair's a different colour. Right. Well, Everything about really, him looked different. You couldn't really see his hair, though. Could you? It's under a central perk hat. Yeah, I think you can see it poking out. Oh, right. And he has, he had a sort of stubbly dark beard and glass. I just didn't look anything like him. <laughs> right. I think they could just put anyone there and said, oh, this is Gunther and I'm gone. Could be. That's Could why be. he was only on for a short time, so we didn't uh, start to wonder. He looked like he was in his house. Or was um, it just a background? I couldn't work out whether oh it's just one of those my. Zoom background things. Because I was sort of thinking, well, he annoyed that, you know, they're getting a million pound an episode. 
because he he should have been going out for his <laughs> tiny appearances. All I'm saying was people were saying he was the seventh friend. And do you remember when we started this podcast? We were going to have a thing about the seventh friend being New York. We haven't really talked oh, about yes. that at all. <laughs> Drop, drop that. It I turns guess. out New York doesn't feature that much in Friends. No. <laughs> Mostly just in their apartment. <laughs> uh, another person I don't think I would have recognised but for the voice, Janice. Oh, Janice. Oh my God. She comes in. Yes. But yeah, I don't think she looked like her at all. I think I've seen her subsequently oh, right. as just the actress. So um, I did know that was her, but I do know what you mean. Yeah. Again, looking great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, she she was in it for a bit longer. She sort of sat down with him and had a chat. And yeah. Sort of said about her character, and that made me sort of like Janice. And then they did a clip, and I thought, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like don't like Janice. <laughs> what you have to do is separate the actress from uh, the role, right? Yeah. Should we talk about the celebrity subsees, the cameos? Ah, yes. Well, will this get us into other bits and pieces? Other realms. I, oh, I suppose so. Should we come back to them then? Yeah. Let's talk about, I mean, the elephant in the room. Well, that's not a very nice thing to say about Matt. <laughs> Sorry. That was too much of an obvious joke. I couldn't not have done it. So, and also, this, this person had, well, maybe he, he didn't see any issues with his weight, although he was on Weight Watchers. But I'm talking about James Corden. James Corden. Um, was he on an advert for Weight Watchers? Yeah, um, yeah. Sort of vaguely. Um, he was also in that programme when he was younger that was a sitcom about Weight Watchers style oh, things. Oh, yeah. Pat Friends. Pat Friends, yeah. Was that where he first sort of became famous? He was very young, so yeah, I think so. Gain of Faye, I think it was. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, he did those, I mean, heaven knows why. Can't need the money. Um, Well, can't need the money because again, gigs like this. Yeah. Um. Now, we love Gavin and Stacey. Love it. It's like our favourite thing outside Friends. It's, br- it's brilliant. Watch it all the time. <laughs> yeah, watch it over and over again. So naturally love James Corden for that. But in my head, the James Corden in that is very separate <laughs> from this sort of American James Corden. Agreed. Um, who I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Because I think he's playing a role as American James Corden. Yeah. So I can separate him from the role of American James Corden. Um, do you remember, uh, so they had this Christmas special, they brought back Gavin and Stacey um, last Christmas, last the Christmas before last? Yes, yeah. For a, um, uh, like a special, you know, because they'd been a lo- away for a long time. Yes, and that's it was, right. Um, just a one-off Christmas special. And in it, um, James Corden's character <laughs> has got a girlfriend. And so when the girlfriend comes around, he sort of starts <laughs> talking this kind of, sort of, not posh, but trying to be posh. Yes voice and uses strange terms sort of more trying to be sort of erudite and, yeah um, and sort of has a certain tone to his voice <laughs> sort of lovely you know obsequious <laughs> and this is my family <laughs> and that's how i feel about this james corden oh yeah it feels like he's sort of put on this thing and we all know because the family and gavin and stacy are like why, why are you talking like that what's happening <laughs> and that's what i feel like with this that's all the uk people are going what, what are you doing that for why are you speaking like that Oh, yeah, that is quite good. <laughs> but also, just how is he getting these gigs? I know. Well, because of like... the, what's it called, show? Late, late show? The James Corden show? I know, but that's sort of just, yeah, I don't know. It just, as you say, it feels odd. The James Corden, we know. Yeah. Gavin Stacey wouldn't sort of be 
this massive celebrity I know. in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's managed to get this gig. Well, it's quite good that we've got a UK person in, I suppose. I suppose so. Didn't talk about London, though. Oh, yeah, that would have been a good one to do. Oh, yeah. I think when... <laughs> When sort of they were all coming on to the couch, they are in front of the fountain, yeah, the famous fountain, all sitting on a couch. James Corden's at the end. I think Matt did Matt LeBlanc try and say hi, James Corden in an English accent. Oh, I did. If he did, I missed it. But that would be brilliant because <laughs> it sort of sounded Irish. It sort of sounded <laughs> like he was saying hi, James Corden in an Irish accent, and I thought, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh no, I missed that. Favourite bit of the James Corden bits quite near the start. David Schwimmer in the middle of a, a big story that he's telling. Yeah. Lisa Kudrow gets a bug on her <laughs> and starts panicking. <laughs> Completely derails the story. Yeah. Where everyone's focusing on the bug. And she does the has it gone thing. <laughs> has it gone? Yeah. Has it gone? Oh. I know the panic of getting a bug stuck in the air. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so this bit, they sort of just doing sort of interview yeah. questions and stuff. And I guess the big revelation. Revelation. Thank you. I mean, you're looking at me like you don't remember. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the big talking point, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Forget about Ross and Rachel. What about David Schwimmer and the monkey? Like, <laughs> 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 I, I saw that beautifully. <laughs> Um, yeah, Ross and Rachel, and the phrase that's unusual, crushing on each other. Crushing on, yeah, a lot of crushing on. Sorry, Jen and David, I David, should say. Yeah, yeah. apparently they're crushing on each other in <laughs> series one. Even though they sort of said, oh yeah, it didn't happen because we both had um, like partners, we're in relationships. Yeah. Oh, that, that was good for the partner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> going to work massively crushing on someone. Yeah, not only, it's not like going to work and sort of just crushing on someone. It's like going to work, crushing on someone and then kissing them. <laughs> yeah. Then being their girlfriend at work. Or boyfriend. Um, but yeah, it was quite funny because they were sort of talking about this and um, they were sort of saying, did anything actually happen? Did anything come of it? Yes. Did you consummate it? <laughs> that seems weird. <laughs> And they're sort of going, no, no, nothing, nothing like that happened. We're just crushing on each other. <laughs> and uh, Matt LeBlanc goes, bullshit. <laughs> Pretty good. And he clearly didn't mean that. Yeah. He, then he was sort of going, no, no, I was just joking. <laughs> it's a joke, it's a joke. But shows, to, you know, the importance of, like, jokes over the truth yeah. <laughs> to yeah. Matt. But, yeah, I thought it was quite nice. And, and so then they do the kind of um, the read-through after we found this revelation. Yes. They do the read-through of the one where Ross finds out. Oh, and that yeah. was really nice as well because they were um, in these read throughs. They're cutting between the actual scene and them doing the table read through. And uh, yeah, it's really quite good. It was a nice way of doing it. Actually. Yeah, and I thought that one was the most powerful mm. and the best read one. Yes, David Schwimmer really, yeah, continues to act it really, really good. Um, and that's obviously a lovely scene. We talked about that before because that's been on the podcast. That scene. Yes. And then they later on they do we see the kind of ending and the I got off the plane clip. Yes. Um, yeah. But we see it after it cuts. So they do the I got off the oh, plane yeah. cuts and uh, Jen and David are hugging for ages. Mm. And really that really you know where you can tell it's a really special yeah. hug. Oh. Because that's the end. That's the end for them. It's a nice story. Mm. Yeah. David and Jen's story. Well. Not nice for their partners at the time. No, I'm thinking more like it'd be nice if they actually got together. Come on. I know. Yeah. Now this is out. I've 
forgot about Ross and Rachel, who cares? Yeah. I'm just all about Jen and David. Well, what's David's situation? Well, what's he well, in the situation? Well, obviously, instantly looked up. Oh, yeah. Um, They both look like they're single. Hello. Hello. Something happening after the reunion. Um, forget about... Because they're sort of saying about how they would... The producer was saying how they should end it. Yeah. Whether it should be, you know, left ambiguous or not happen and they said no we've got to give the audience what they want they want this happy ending well i want this happy ending in real life (laughs) yeah so do it do this for for the fans (laughs) the least the least you could do but also in the james corden stuff as i mentioned we have david schwimmer and the monkey oh yeah because james asks or someone from the audience asks what was the worst bit oh yeah that's right yes and uh, yeah, so David Schwimmer does about a 20 minute monologue <laughs> on how much he hated working with Marcel. Poor old Marcel. He has no right to reply. I know, but it is pretty horrible, I suppose, because David's talking about, like, yeah, he used to sort of eat mealworms <laughs> and then all his mealwormy hands would be in David's hair. I love how, yeah, oh, he's sort of bothered by that. I feel like a sort of Matt and Blanc, for example, wouldn't really be bothered. <laughs> like, yeah, he's sort of saying about Grubby, mealwelly ham. <laughs> Matthew doesn't say a lot, but he's saved a bit of quality for this. So he sort of goes, I mean, David Schwimmer is only halfway through the story <laughs> at this point, but Matthew goes, I would like you to be more serious about this. <laughs> yeah, it was a good bit. Kind of more of that stuff, more <laughs> that bouncing off each other. Come on. The quips, the quips. <laughs> and the other bit we have in the James Corden bits is seeing what they were doing at the time, because they have the producers creators oh yeah doing yeah. interviews throughout as well which was good i like that bit. yeah it was interesting they were talking about how they got the friends yes um cast and a couple of ones who were already working and possibly couldn't do it oh yeah were matthew perry and jennifer aniston because they were both already in sitcoms yeah i mean how they didn't make matthew's one Oh, yes, I forgot about this. Into a full-time 10 series thing. <laughs> I mean, brilliant. LAX 2194. What was it, a delivery service? No, it was LAX Airport. Oh, LAX Airport, that was it, yeah. Where they were baggage handlers in the year 2194. <laughs> I mean, they didn't look like they were from the future, to be honest. No, but they did have sort of... The, the baggage was sort of floating through space, wasn't it, rather than the carousel? <laughs> yeah, and it was because it was sort of the early 90s. It looked really good, special effects-wise. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gutted that wasn't made into more of a thing. I know, yeah. I wonder if you can still get it. Um, And then Jen was in Muddling Through, which she was basically just a waitress making quips. <laughs> yes, yeah, she sort of had the um Chandler yeah. <laughs> character. One of the things that I found really interesting that bit was they were struggling to find Joey and they got it down to two and he kept testing out. And the last two they got it down to, the one who it turned out not to be, they didn't mm. go for, it turned up later on as um Joey's twin. Yeah. The that one with... guy. Yeah. Uh, Carl. Carl. And they'd go to do the Minute Maid advert. That's it. Or oh, was it the... Was it him? No, was it the one that he needed for that um the medical? Oh yeah, but I think they'd all because he knew about him because they'd done a minute. Oh, later that's right. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, so they yeah they went in to do to get some money to for a twin study, and he took Carl with him. 
maybe he's a really good actor as Carl, but I couldn't really imagine him being Joey. No, because all you can think about is him doing Joey's like, like Joey teaching him how to say, how are you doing? Yeah. You know, how are you? I can't remember how he does it. Yeah. How, like in, he does the emphasis in the wrong places. Yeah. And that's just how you think of him actually doing Joey. <laughs> and they go, oh no, it'd be terrible. And with but, a sort of, yeah, naff leather jacket on. <laughs> but I guess that's, yeah, the acting. idea of that. <laughs> that's acting. Shall we talk about a little bit of fashion? Turn to the left. Turn to the right. So, Matt really shouldn't be tucking in that shirt. <laughs> is what I thought. So Matt comes in like a short sleeve shirt tucked into his jeans, sort of striped yes. number. A vertical striped number. Yeah, now what is it? Are you supposed to wear vertical stripes or not supposed to wear I can never remember which way round it is. Well, I feel like that was a Trini and Susanna thing of like, oh, vertical stripes are slimming. <laughs> I mean, just wear what you want, Trini and Susanna. <laughs> let, let Matt away, vertical stripes. <laughs> and then later for the James Corden thing, he has a blue suit on, sort of powder blue suit. Oh yes, yeah, he looks quite smart. Yeah, I think actually they all nice. look very smart. Yeah, the women all all sort of in black, apart from Lisa, he had a sort of white, very nice white yeah, shirt. Yeah, she on. looked lovely. And um, James Corden had a maroon suit on. Oh yeah, that seems very him. That seems very Hollywood him. Yeah, <laughs> version two of him <laughs> would wear that. Version one of him doesn't. <laughs> um, I think Matthew had some kind of long coat on. Yes, I think yeah he did. Um, in some of the read-through scenes um, and other scenes, Jen had those kind of nerd glasses on. Yeah, I've seen her wear them before, and Courtney Cox has got exactly the same glasses. Oh, right. Do you I think see... they suit Jennifer? No, I'm not sure they suit Courtney Cox either. They're quite, mm. um, quite a statement. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure, not sure. Tell you who did um, wear glasses well. Lisa? Lisa. Yeah. I thought she had a really nice sort of thick rim, black thick rim yeah, glasses. Yeah, they suited her. And she had lovely hair. Lisa had lovely hair. Yes. Because I always thought, like, she had very thick hair. I think I've said this before. But very thick hair at the beginning of Friends. Mm. And then it got quite, I don't guess when she was sort of straightening it, it got quite fine. Yeah. Um, but now it's been, gone back to being quite thick again. So yeah. So what she's doing, a bit of... Volumizing shampoo. Gotta say, yeah, those straighteners in those days, you did make your hair. It, I mean, it really flattened yeah, it, so it did sort of lose some of its volume. Everyone looked like Avril Lavigne, whether <laughs> they wanted to or not. <laughs> yeah, Jen also had a big chunky gold watch on at one point, which drew my eye. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, I liked um in the quiz, David Schwimmer's look, sort of that hoodie under jacket. Oh, I missed that. I thought he looked quite cool. Oh. Lisa kind of had a nice orange dress on, I think. Well, going back to Matt LeBlanc, should we talk about his look in general? Um, that people, uh, you probably, you're not really on much on social media, are you? I'm not, no. So the whole of these two days has been taken up by memes of Matt LeBlanc in his um, that shirt, the vertical striped shirt, with his arms folded like this. Yeah. With a sort of little smile on his face. Um, he's become a meme as an Irish uncle. <laughs> Irish uncle. Everyone's saying he's just got the vibe, the look, just the way he's sat, everything, the way he's dressed. Just a vibe of an Irish uncle. <laughs> so there's tons and tons oh, of memes. Oh, no, I missed all this. 
about that. And then people go, oh, people are, are like body shaming Matt. And it's like, no, it's not that. It's that he's the seems the most comfortable with how he is <laughs> and good on him. He looks like great. His, I like his little spiky hair as well. <laughs> yeah. David's got to be dying his hair, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. I didn't really even sort of notice that, but I guess he must be. Because it's very dark and he's got to be in his 50s now. Um, whereas, yeah, Matt's just gone for a silver fox look. Yeah. I think, yeah, he, he did look good. I liked Matt's look and he's got such a lovely smile. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, has, he hasn't lost that. I know. Yeah, I just think David's using just for men. <laughs> yeah. Well, the lockdown, you yeah. have to. You can't be going to the hairdressers. No, true. <laughs> you have to be getting that just for men out. Don't get the, um, don't get the colour that, um, Paul McCartney went with for a long time. <laughs> And don't get the Rudy Giuliani version where it drips down your forehead. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you start to sweat with <laughs> the James Corden interview. Um, but the main bit of fashion really is the fashion show. Fashion show. And can I at this point say, just don't want to cast any aspersions. Yeah. But they've got a fashion se- section. Um, they're talking about their best episodes. Oh yeah, they've brought in some sub C's. Hmm, sounds a little familiar. Yes, I think so. I think I think so. We know. I'm not saying for certain, <laughs> but someone's been listening to a little podcast and got some <laughs> ideas. Yes, I like the fashion show though. It was good. So they had three, well, three celebs come on to do the fashion show. Yes. Um, Carl De Levine having to do two. Can they not get anyone else? I know. Why did she have to do two? And difficult ones as well. Can they find, like, one other person? <laughs> um, yeah, so Cara Delevingne comes in first with uh, Mindy's bridesmaid's... Bri- well, Rachel's bridesmaid's dress for Mindy. Yes, um. which, um, again, like, I'll this, keep your little tally here. We've done that episode. We have done that episode. So chalk that up. Um, next, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. I mean, she didn't... I mean... I didn't get that much of a cheer. No. I think I'd be quite excited by Cindy Crawford. Does anyone remember her? <laughs> a bit harsh. Just a joke. Um, she is really rocking the black leather pants. Yeah, they decided to put a woman in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly a man couldn't fit in them. She just, she just looks great. She just looks like she would normally. I know, yeah. Well, like, yeah, I sort of, I think she used to wear a lot of leather pants, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. <laughs> or oh, maybe that's why they got her. Yeah, probably. Now, this person did get a big cheer. Yeah. I mean, David Schwimmer in particular seemed very excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought that. Yeah, David's <laughs> obviously a fan. I thought, come on. Cindy <laughs> Crawford there. No. No. Biggest he... cheer for Justin Bieber. <laughs> He's a big believer. Dressed as Spudnik. He <laughs> look Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of that cheer was for Justin Bieber. How much was it for Spudnik? Yeah, that's true. And then we go back to poor Cara Delevingne to rip off that bridesmaid's dress. Yeah, she's what she's she's earning her money's worth. And then put on the holiday armadillo. Holiday armadillo, which we also had. Yeah. I mean, great to see that one about. I mean, she looked like she was really struggling to walk in it. Well, yeah, we said how difficult it was. She sort of had to shuffle, <laughs> and sort of your nose prevents you from seeing the nose cone. Presumably, prevents you prevents you from seeing the floor and i, I wouldn't would it be the actual one or just a replica 
Oh, replica. replica. But it, they always, it did seem too big for her. Yeah. <laughs> sort of all the sort of bits weren't really fitting together very well. She didn't look like she was struggling. And then a nice little ending to this. Yes. Matt LeBlanc, <laughs> suddenly not on the sofa. He's in the fashion show. He's there. And he's doing the one from the one where no one's ready. Which we've also done. And he's wearing all the clothes. He's, he's wearing all of Chandler's clothes. And he does the lunges and everything. Yeah, he remembers. <laughs> he really uh, goes for it performance-wise. Talking of which, uh, they had clips sort of throughout. They did. Um, sometimes chosen by famous people, sometimes yes. just randomly dispersed. But they, whatever it was, they definitely chose the best clips. I know, a lot of ours coming up again. Yeah. So we see the leather pants on because Matt talks about that. Matt LeBlanc talks about how much he loved oh, David yes. Schwimmer in that. Yeah, he said he saw it recently yeah. with his daughter. So they had that. And then they had the one where no one's ready, chosen by... David Beckham. Your friend and mine, David Beckham, chose the best one. Yes. You and David have got something in common. Yeah, so that's my favourite episode. And David chose that his, as his favourite or his one he wanted to highlight. If you were ever at dinner party... We could talk about that. We could talk about that. So you've got something in common there. <laughs> yeah. I could also talk about the time I saw him at an airport. Oh, yes. About how we saw his wife, Victoria Beckham, not wash her hands <laughs> when she went to the toilet. <laughs> oh, and they also had um, the pivot, pivot scene. Oh, yes. Yeah. And the routine. So basically, I think they've pretty much decided who their favourite friend is. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. What should we focus on? The routine, the leather pants, pivot, Ross and Rachel getting together. One of the scenes they acted out was um, the one where Phoebe sees Chandler and Monica getting together through the window. Yeah. When they're sort of viewing Ross's new apartment. Yeah. And they acted that out, that bit out. Yeah. Which was quite good. That was really good because uh, Lisa Kudrow again, like, really acted it really yes. well. I thought she really threw herself into it. She did the my eyes. <laughs> my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> she really went in the read through <laughs> and a really nice bit at the end where they that end scene where they're trying to keep ross from seeing it yeah so they're sort of jumping around and they um they say oh ross get in here because they're <laughs> pretending to be excited about the apartment and then in the read through david Schwimmer does go ah! <laughs> yeah sort of, it's really <laughs> high-pitched scream <laughs> sort of waves his arms around <laughs> um and they also oh, had nice. the jellyfish one where monica's got oh, stung by yes. jellyfish trying to give Matthew Perry one or two lines. Well, they also had the bit, they talked about the bit where Chandler and Monica did actually get together in London. Yeah. And they showed that bit. And again, as you say, that extended bit mm. where the um, audience were seeing it for the first time and just going wild. Oh, yeah. And it just went on for ages. <laughs> and him and Courtney were just in the bed. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> waiting yeah. for them to... And that must be so difficult when you're acting to because you know that bit's got to stay in because it's yeah the yeah. audience reaction. But you yeah, can't just keep going. <laughs> you have to sort of look around. Can't say what? your next line. Oh, what's my face doing now? Yeah. Um... But when they were talking about that, so they were sort of saying about um, they you know they um, the writers really took note of the audience reaction, and they said oh particularly in the one in that one yes, in the one in yeah. London. And I was thinking, oh, the one in London, yeah, but that's going to be a UK audience, so they're not going to give as much as an American one. But then I remembered, <laughs> oh, it was an internal scene, so they just filmed those in America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well, yeah, sort of a polite round of applause when they find out. Whoop. <laughs> yeah. Whoop, whoop. 
Which I wait. Come. Come on, I do. <laughs> yeah, you do wait. Um, but yeah, I thought the pivot scene was quite funny because again, they showed, you know, not just the scene, but yes. the bits around the scene and then after cut and then all really, really <laughs> laughing and just in hysterics. <laughs> David in hysterics about the way he said pivot. <laughs> Um, and I thought the clips they chose were very good because we were really laughing at the clips, even though we've seen them loads yeah, of times. Yeah, that's true. That's true, actually. It was good to see them again. Another guest star. Another sub-sea guest star. Yes. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Um, so uh, Lisa Kudrow is in Central Park on her own and she does Smelly Cat. Yes, really Sing good. Smelly Cat, which was, which was very good. Yes. Um, and then uh, Lady Gaga comes in. She does. And uh, does a duet with her. Why was the person who originally did a duet? Uh, no, there was a couple of people that did duets for Phoebe. I think it was oh the one for Smelly Cat, because Chrissy Hind was in. But I think it, I don't know who the actress was. But um, yeah, it was supposed to be free Phoebe's old friend. And she steals Smelly Cat from her. But they obviously um, dropped that person and then, well, yeah, no, 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 remember Chrissy Hines. Let's get um, Lady Gaga in the act, looking very like Phoebe. Well, yeah, exactly. Her outfit and hair and everything. Yeah. She'd gone for the Phoebe vibe. She'd gone for a homage. Um, well, she does the duet and she says thank you to Lisa Kudrow for playing the part that was, you know, the one oh, that was okay yeah. to be different. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Lisa was a bit awkward. <laughs> Because it was quite a lively, poignant moment, and Lisa was just a bit like, "Oh yeah, you two for carrying it on." <laughs> yeah, so what can you say? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It was just a part. <laughs> I didn't actually write it, so you should say that to the writers. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're nice. They're nice. Yeah. That was a good match up. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when they sing it, the. Uh, gospel choir come in oh yeah i thought about that bit um so yeah i was thinking yeah so it was smelly cat when they recorded it they kept oh. phoebe's face but used someone else's voice that's right and then they had all the gospel, gospel choir, choir and really overproduced it oh yes so another bit um another part to it is they're all in sort of central perk and kind of reminiscing a bit more um so that's when matt says about um watching david do the one with the leather pants mm. and they're kind of yes yeah, so do a few bits and pieces so um they're talking about the first time they meet each other jennifer has remembered what everyone wore oh yes um when she, went, she remembered what all the women wore well yeah <laughs> obviously they're <laughs> <laughs> not gonna wear anything interesting are they um, David thought Matt was a hunk. Yes. <laughs> and he was right. But they uh, a few more sort of oh, poignant Matthew yeah. Perry moments as well, because they're sort of it's talking sad. about different scenes and how Matthew really was almost like a trauma if he didn't get a laugh. Yeah, because they were sort of saying about the live studio audience and um, David was saying it's like doing a whole new play every night yeah and obviously he did theatre before so obviously he enjoyed that and others were saying oh you got a real buzz off it yeah and Courtney was saying you know if you got a lot a little bit of a laugh you think well I'm gonna do I'm gonna get you an even bigger laugh next time yeah wait till my next yeah you don't know what's coming up exactly (laughs) and they all yeah all sort of like saying how much they enjoyed it yeah and then yeah Matthew's saying how much he didn't yeah because how much he struggled with it yeah because if he didn't get a laugh that would really like yeah, really get into his brain him. yeah 
And very sweet Lisa. Like everyone's sort of just carrying on. Yeah. Lisa sort of goes, Oh, you never told us that. I know. That's really sweet. That kind of you didn't you didn't tell us you were going through that. Um and later on another he, I can't remember what you've been referenced to, but he sort of said about needing to get a laugh and you can kind of see where the problems yeah, have come from. I know. And why he struggled with it more than the rest of them. Um but yeah, then they talk about do you watch do you watch it? Have you seen any of the episodes? Yes. And how much they hate watching themselves. <laughs> Which I guess you would do, wouldn't you? Yeah. That'd be super weird. I know, I wouldn't like it. I mean, it's bad enough editing this podcast, I need to re-listen to it. <laughs> um, but then that sort of turns into a bit of a David Schwimmer loving. About how they all sort of compliment um, how good David yes. is. <laughs> We're not making any pretenses anymore. Everyone's favourite is David. Well... I still maintain my favourites, Lisa and Phoebe, but me, I'm a nominee. <laughs> me and Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One story they do tell is about um, the one where no one's ready. So it kind of goes on from David Beckham's picking of oh, it. Oh, yes. And then they're sort of talking about it when they're in Central Perk together. And we, I think we sort of have alluded to this because we did the one with the jam. Yes. Which is where Joey turns up with... Uh, Matt LeBlanc turns up with a um, sling, That's his arm right. in a sling. Yes. And we'd sort of said, oh, it's a bit of a weird storyline. Like he was bouncing on his bed. Yeah, and then he fell off and now he's got this arm in a sling. Yeah, but I read that it was, I can't remember whether I said it, it was from that episode or whether I just knew it happened on set. Yeah, because I don't think you said it was that one, but yeah, I think you said, oh, yeah, it's happened on the set. So we find out it's from the one where no one's ready and in the scene where joey jumps into the chair before chandler can get to mm. it and they'd filmed it three times just look great yeah the one they showed before it happened it was amazing yeah. really good um and then they do it one more time and somehow oh. i don't know on a sort of a squishy <laughs> chair matt um manages to jump into it in such a way that dislocates his shoulder oh no awful and he sort of and it's i think it is in front of a live audience isn't yeah it? i think so um so he obviously he then goes into monica's room which must be slightly hidden maybe yeah well because it, he finishes the scene yeah it's not like he instantly gets oh up. he's a pro i mean imagine that <laughs> you know like oh i'm hanging out and you just go away finish the scene but it, yeah, and he sort of walks away trying to like maneuver. Yeah, it. you can see him manipulating it with his hands. Yeah, and then sort of David goes to see what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> David does the classic cuts cuts <laughs> hand signal on his neck. <laughs> it's worse than we thought. Um, so that was a nice little insight. Yeah, I know. Awful though. Oh, because like that makes me feel so sick. Well, another part of the sort of the reunion was they sort of sat around on the and watched on monica's sofa and watched things so they watched some bloopers um and kind of laughed at those but yeah watched that and they were all saying oh no (laughs) you can see it going down his back oh it was horrible (laughs) um another bit when they were in the apartment um sort of the wander around i think it was um was talking about the guest stars that have been there oh yes yeah um, and who they'd had um and how much you know i think like um julia roberts yeah and all these amazing stars and uh sean penn yes and who... david trimmer was saying how much he loved sean penn he was a really big fan of him and uh he then was it was only in him a few scenes and it was when <laughs> ross was dressed as sputnik 
Yeah, I know. I was really embarrassed because he, you know, dressed as Sputnik. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, you and I were sort of going, oh, well, we know one guest star, or better not to mention him. Oh, yes. Elephant in the room. Turns out not. Some, I can't remember who it was one of the boys. David, David. the swimmer, said, um, oh. your fella. Yeah, oh, your fella to Jennifer. <laughs> A weird way of saying it as I well. know, I mean. I say, oh, well, yeah, of course we have Brad Pitt as well. Yeah. Or Brad, or Brad. Like, your fella. Or just not mention him. <laughs> your fella, yeah. It was a bit awkward. <laughs> I mean, I know they, I think they do get on, don't yeah, they, Jennifer and Brad? So. But even so, that's, you wouldn't say that about someone's ex, would you? No, you're fella. <laughs> your fella. Your fella. Your fella. Your fella am I. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Yeah, that was sort of skated over quite quickly. Yeah. One guest star that got a little bit of a, or more of an outing. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon. Oh yes, she, she was got there. To actually, yeah, she come was in and say hi. Yeah, um, and they sort of near the end. They were then looking around the set. Still, um, Jennifer's still crying at this point. I this mean, is, this is the bit where I put Jennifer still crying. I don't think she stopped, did she? <laughs> no. Um, so they look at they when the, after the final episode, they sign the see the scenery, yeah. the back of the scenery, and they got it. So they it was still there. And um, Matt LeBlanc had put I shit. <laughs> And then he was really lolling at his own joke still. Oh, I really enjoyed Matt in this. Oh, no. Well, we'll come on to that. Oh, and yeah, sort of another bit near the end was um, when they're in the apartment again. They're in Monica's apartment. And um, Matthew does a sort of nice little, really nice bit. And he starts tearing up. Oh, yes. Emotional again. (laughs) And uh, yeah, Lisa sort of goes, I've got a piece of Kleenex. (laughs) Sort of put your hands in this like little rag, <laughs> a tiny piece of cleaning. Yeah. Thought that was quite sweet. So, shall we do best bits, best friend? Best bits, best. What friend. was your best bit? Well, love seeing Jack and Judy. Yeah, that I was think good for all, it was just so nice. I enjoyed the well, some of the table. Yeah, as we said, some of the table reads work better than others. Yeah, the one where Ross finds out, and then. Where everyone finds out, yeah, were two of the best ones, I think. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, maybe it's the quiz. Yeah, it's just a really fun, um, like the competitiveness between them. Yeah, they genuinely seem to care, <laughs> and a really good idea because when people talk about friends, that's everyone's. Yeah, most people's one of their favorite episodes. The one you think about the one with the, you know everyone wants to call it the one with the quiz, basically. Yeah. Exactly. No, I remember it's Phoebe's embryos. <laughs> what were your best bits? Um, I think yeah, I did like the the read throughs. I thought that was a really good idea, and um, the definitely the one where Ross found out um was really good. Um, I think Matt's um speak for yourself when Jenna says <laughs> we haven't grown. It's got to be my favourite line. <laughs> the bug attacking Lisa. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was fun. Um, seeing the bit after I got off the plane was really nice. Oh, that was, yeah. Um, yeah, just really nice bits. And But I think my favourite bit was when David Schwimmer walked in and it, I was really excited. Aww. Just because, yeah, I didn't really, I wasn't really holding much hope for this. Not in a bad way. I just hadn't really thought about it and I avoided all the social media stuff uh-huh. before watching it. I didn't even, wasn't even sure we were going to watch it. And then just, yeah, I was really surprised and uh, pleased at how good it was. Yes. I was so, saying I didn't really know how it would 
how they would do it. Yeah. But they did it very well. They did it brilliantly. I mean, all the different elements, um, mixing them up so it didn't become boring. Yes, yeah. Or there wasn't too much of one thing. Mm. The grey ideas of the quiz. Um, yes. But yeah, just from the start, them coming in, that was it was just really nice Aww. to see them. So I really liked it. So yeah, all those best bits. Um, would you like to pick your best friend? I don't... Is it appropriate... I'd like to, to yeah. pick a best friend. I think so. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to pick one. Because some aren't even in the running. Well, yeah. Always <laughs> way. I suppose so. Do you want me to go first? Um. Okay, fine. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's more like, you know, Matthew Perry and Courtney Cox didn't really say a huge amount and I was gonna say that like if we were sort of saying about how Matthew Perry didn't say a lot neither did Courtney Cox no Jennifer Aniston didn't really either I mean a few more bits and pieces yeah and the kind of crying thing yeah <laughs> mainly remembered her with the crying um so then you got your three um yeah. so it's more just to give a nod to that and just how good uh like Lisa Kudrow, you just made it just everyone just fell in love with her. Yeah. Just, it was just so lovely and came across really well and looks great. Yes. Uh, so David Schwimmer, I mean, just he's I've just <laughs> always loved him. Like, I've seen him in interviews before and he is very natural. He has got that more sort of UK sense of humor, I think. Uh, he's naturally very funny and he just seems like a really sweet guy. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to give my best friend to Matt LeBlanc <laughs> because he's just so lovely. <laughs> He's funny and he's sweet and he looks great and... and he's just so I feel like he's probably changed the least. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, maybe Lisa. But um yeah, he was just sort of quipping away. I just like how emotional other people were and he yeah. was just there at the back just like quipping. <laughs> yeah. Like just making funny jokes. I, like, know. I love it, yeah. That bit where you said about him writing I shit here and like really <laughs> finding it funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything, yeah, he hasn't changed. He I found know. that funny then, he finds it funny now. <laughs> and he just looks so content and sort of yeah, relaxed and you know, just, mm. and it just made you feel feel more relaxed. And he's got such a lovely smile. He does. Now now it's me. <laughs> now it's you. Now it's me. Um oh I should have gone first in a way because it kind of echoes what you were saying. And now it looks like you're just cock cocking yeah, me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Gutted. It was it was really those three, and I really did love Lisa in this. I don't. I always thought she. I didn't really know that much about her, and I always thought she was like. I don't know. I always got the impression she was sort of a bit more quiet and reserved and aloof. Not, yeah, a little bit in yeah. a way. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I had that impression and what I got that from. Um, but yeah, she wasn't like that at all. Really yeah. warm, really sweet. And I said that bit what you said about um, um, Matthew Perry. Mm. Sort of, you know, her. As you say, like the others did sort of... And I guess it didn't really make me not know how to react. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, she did genuinely seem... Yeah, it was like a genuine concern. Yeah, upset you, to hear that. You didn't tell us that. Yeah. Really sweet. Oh, I did just really enjoy Matt, though. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to give it to Lisa. Nice. So, yeah, I guess we can't really give it a cut rating because there's nothing to compare it to. <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> it easily five cups. Five cups. We'll give it five cups. Um, because, yeah, as I say, it was 
much better than I enjoyed it much better than I was anticipating. I just really as soon as I finished watching it, I thought, oh, I'll watch that again. Yeah, pick up on bits you didn't see first time round. That's that's then we said that before in other episodes. That shows a good app. It does. So thank you for joining us for this special. It was nice to reminisce. It was. Um, and don't forget, we'll be reminiscing about all the other, all the other episodes during this podcast. <laughs> Not this podcast. This but, series um, of podcasts. You can always catch us on the socials at pod underscore friends on Instagram and on Twitter. Be nice to hear from you. Yes, let us know what your favourite bit was. Goodbye. See you soon. Bye.